like a best friend and two homies in a gang. When you cry, I wanna feel your pain. No secrets, no games. Call excitement, nothing plain. And keep you happy, that's my aim. And all you gotta do, girl, is. In my arms, in my mind, all the time. I wanna keep you right on my side till I die. I'm gonna hold you down, make sure everything is right with you. You can never go wrong if you let me hold you down like a real friend's supposed to. I'm trying to show you. The Cure with Amy Cabo. Life can bring many difficult situations, domestic violence, addictions, poverty, and even sexual abuse by your loved ones. Welcome Amy Cabo and The Cure. Good afternoon and welcome to The Cure Radio Show. I'm your host, Amy Cabo, with my amazing partner, Bowers. Wow, I'm amazing. Well, most of the time. That's good enough. (laughs) Thank you. Our show is available live on your radio, also through our app, The Cure, that works on any smartphone, and our website, GodIsTheCure.com. We broadcast live from Miami, guys, through satellite, in 35 radios, 311 states, and on Sirius XM Channel 131. Also, on social media after the show, on any podcast player. And thank you to our social media followers, as we are reaching about a million people monthly in Facebook alone. So thank you guys, and thank God. This show deals with the issues of life, suffering, and the tenacity of the human spirit. We provide testimonials to let people know that we're not alone. And in this show, the testimony started with me. We also have experts and inspirational speakers, since education is necessary, awareness is crucial, and comfort is needed. God was my only cure. Everything else had failed, and we hope to be a source of healing and information for each other. Life can be challenging, but know this, there's always hope, because we happen to have an omnipotent Father God, who loves us very much. The song we played earlier was Let Me Hold You by Bow Wow. Bow Wow? Yes. Okay. And this is my take, with the help of the Holy Spirit, hopefully. Satan attacks those most closest to God and the religion that poses the greatest threat. Hardship and persecution means we are near. His Holy Spirit gives courage, don't forget. Evil at its best isn't just around us, but within ourselves and families as well. If we're not making each other happy, who do we serve? Without peace, it can be hell. Thinking twice makes a difference in falling for temptation. Thinking twice makes a difference in falling for temptation or saying and doing what's right. When we love someone, it's better to say sorry, even when we think it's easy to win the fight. Improving ourselves takes hard work and effort. Encouragement brings out the best in each other. Before we act on impulse, think of a better way. No self-preservation when we love one another. 
Let God, who promotes peace and harmony, hold us until reaching our destiny when we cry. Tears do not last as he brings us joy and hope, renews our strength with a love we can rely. Today we will talk about families and problems with our special guest, Robert Wagner. Robert Wagner is a musician, songwriter, and lead singer of the Little Wretches, Littlest Wretches Band. The Littlest Wretches Band earned the triple during the indie heyday of the 80s and 90s in Pittsburgh. In 2020, frontman Robert Wagner issued two, men, two new albums, including Undesirables and Anarchists, which featured a number one international iTunes chart hit and received airplay on many radio stations. Their newest album is Live at the Mattress Factory. Robert Wagner continues to perform at the coffee house and small clubs. A master's degree holder, Wagner also counsels abused, neglected, trauma and traumatized court adjudicated youth. Robert, welcome to The Cure. Super excited to have you on the show. I'm, I'm excited to be here. Thank you. Robert, you have a very interesting story to tell. Can you tell us about the What was it? No, no, not at all. I, I grew up in, you know, you could not have asked for a more loving, stable environment. Uh, as far as I knew, uh, you know, of course, there's always behind the scenes things when you're a child. I have, I have a sister who is 11 months older than me, and even though she's only 11 months older than me, she was aware of things that I was oblivious to. But up until probably I was in the first grade, uh, I thought my father was the strongest man in the world. I thought my mother was the most beautiful woman in the world, and I was completely loved and provided for. And uh, and then things uh, apparently started to go awry between my mother and my father. Uh, you know, they, 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 I'm sure there's a spiritual and a biological component to this. There's mental illness and suicide on both sides of the family. Uh, but in my father's case, my father became a heavy drinker. Uh, my mother also had her substance problems. Uh, and eventually it got to where there was a lot of violence within the home. And, you know, I just coped with it by uh, tuning it out. You know, I, I loved sports and superheroes and music. And uh, when things got crazy at home, I just stayed away from home until everybody uh, fought themselves out and went to sleep. And then even then, it eventually just got too crazy, uh, and the family disintegrated out, out from under me. Uh, it, it, this is a kind of a weird story. Do you, you sure you want to hear it? Well, it sounds very loving. <laughs> <laughs> so, at, at a certain point, uh, my mother uh, had just decided uh, it, well, to, to understand my mother you, you really have to go back to, to the previous generation my grandmother my maternal grandmother it, it was probably the most intelligent person I've ever known 
uh, but she went to her grave never having learned to read English. She grew up in a you know, farming village in, in what's now the Slovak Republic. And when she came to the United States, she mistakenly believed she was being sent here to go to college. And she was met at the train station by my grandfather, who said, you're here to be my wife. And he could tell that she wasn't too enthusiastic about that idea. So he told her, you know, you don't speak English. You're not, not that good looking and you don't have any money, you don't have to come with me, but you could do worse. So, uh, <laughs> oh, she, she, you know, she married him. So, but, but, you know, she could have been an engineer. She could have been a philosopher. Who knows what she could have been had opportunity been available to, to women of her generation. Likewise, my mother could have been a doctor, but what the women do in, in that generation, women became nurses. But all the same, it, it was it was kind of understood that education is the way you improve yourself. And uh, you know, being children of immigrants, the idea is uh, we climb the ladder, then we re reach down and pull somebody else up with us. You know, and and that's sort of our lot in life. We're born at the bottom, and we climb, and we help others climb. Uh, but it is, so, my mother decided to go back to college. And when she went back to college, she got involved in a relationship with another woman, which led to further trouble with my father. The so next wow. thing you know, my father, you know, there's a lot of violence in the house, and my father ended up moving out. And he would come up every day to either convince my mother to go back with him or to kill her, one or the other. And oh, my God. job was to, you know, meet him at the street and keep him from coming in to, to kill kill anybody wow so uh eventually you know and my mother did everything she could uh she went to court and got a restraining order which he ignored but on the same day this this as this is like the miraculous convergence of circumstances my mother finally was so afraid that she packed up she sent my sister to live with a distant relative she took my younger brother and she disappeared. That very same day, the police went to my dad and told him, if you go up there one more time, we're really going to arrest you. So my father stopped coming up, and my mother was no longer there. And there I was, living in the house that I grew up in, without supervision. So, and by yourself? My mother... Yeah, yeah, by myself. And I trashed... It took me, I don't know how long it took me to trash the place. And how old are you? But I, I had a path to the refrigerator and a path to the bathroom. The rest was just covered with newspapers and dirty clothes and everything. I don't know if I ever washed my clothes. I'm told uh, that the teachers at my school joked that I lived in a so house. So you got me beat. You were orphaned at f at fourteen. I was orphaned at fifteen. But that's what produced yeah, a beautiful yeah. you. And we'll continue talking yeah. about this when we return. Yes, and we'll continue talking about snapping out of being undesirable. There you are with musician Robert Wagner. We will be right back. With Amy, right Cavill and the with Amy Cavill and The Cure. 
Amy Cabo and The Cure. This show deals with suffering, the tenacity of the human spirit, and the courage to keep moving forward with the help of God. I want people to know that there's hope. I was forced into my abortion because I didn't think I had a choice. I want people to know there's choices. Well, Amy, my heart is breaking. I just want you to know that I love you and I thank God for you. Amy Cabo and The Cure. Every Saturday at 1 Eastern on the Truth Network. Continue with Amy Cabo and the Cure. Welcome back, and thanks for tuning in. Yes, thank you for me too. So I can say something. Joke. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, remember that you can listen to the radio show live through our app, The Cure, with Amy Cabo, or as a podcast. Just look for God Is the Cure on any podcast platform. Sometimes I love these commercials reflecting back on the commercial that just played holy. Just remember this, God did not create us to fit in. The song that just played was Deja Vu by Olivia Rodrigo. I love that song, so I came up with a poem for it. Difficult when Deja Vu relates to hardship. It can be hurtful and take us off course. But the sweetest deja vu is needing God. He redirects us by removing our remorse. Finding new meaning from the suffering. God is good about bringing the best out. We learn to shift our focus in loving others, as did our Lord, which no one is more devout. Faith leads us to Christ when we serve him. Trust in him who knows exactly what we need provides a new spirit with a heart of flesh. Fruits bloom when it's God planting the seed. Those loving God will be blessed from sickness, have food and water, as Exodus 23:25 tells us so. We may not see all his work, but it still happens. Bittersweet moments with opportunities to grow. We're talking about the life in American small towns with special guest Mike musician Robert Wagner. Robert, I have you know, I love your attitude about 
the loving family and the loving environment, regardless of all the challenging encounters. <laughs> but here's something that's very interesting, perhaps a challenging encounter as well. Uh, you had encounters with communists and KKK members. How did that come about, and was it at the same time? Well, when I got to college, which which was a series of you know very fortunate events, you know, you know, God definitely had a plan for me. But I was because you know my traumatic background in some ways, you know, I'm a sucker for cults, you know. So it's, I'm told <laughs> that it took about five minutes after I got to college for me to be radicalized. I I got involved. A, a lot of the students that I, I, I was involved with were uh, socialists and communists. And there was a bookstore that was actually operated at the University of Pittsburgh by the Black Studies Department. It was called the Serve the People Bookstore, which is a quote from Chairman Mao. And that bookstore was always closed. So uh, I used to volunteer to staff the bookstore. And, you know, it was all, you know, Chairman Mao and, and communist classics. and. And we had this view that, uh, you know, socialism is the only solution and all the problems of the world were created by capitalism. Of course, you know, we didn't know any better and it didn't take too much to convince me. It took a good five years to unconvince me. <laughs> while I was at the uh, bookstore one day, we, we would have regulars that would come in and little kids that would come in to play while they were waiting for the bus. And uh, one guy... A guy came in, he was kind of snooping around the bookstore, and he waited till everybody left. And he comes up to me and says, do you think there's going to be a race war? Like, what? Do I think there's going to be a race war? What kind of question is that? And, and it turns out that he was from the KKK, and he had questions, though. And so he came to see what the other side thought. So I'm having a conversation with this kid who's about the same age, same size as me, and I realize I have more in common with this kid than I do with the radicals, you know, my comrades, uh, who are all, for the most part, you know, from wealthy families, from affluent families that, that you know, they've, they've had it pretty easy. And then here's a kid who's, who actually, personally, I have a lot in common with, he was just radicalized on the other side you know he he was he was reaching for something and you know it was that that right-wing fanaticism that grasped him and i kind of saw uh it, it was it was it was eye-opening to me uh you know it, it, it took me a while to accept the fact that the communists have killed millions of people in the 20th century and have not created any prosperity for anybody and uh, there used to be a Marine that would come into the bookstore, and he, and he knew that I was a musician. He says, you know, the first thing that's going to happen, is if you have a revolution, and if your revolution is successful, the first thing that's going to happen is they're going to take your guitar off you. You know that, don't you? And I thought, <laughs> that must have been scary. <laughs> yeah, well, the thought of it, but, but it's not, now, in retrospect, you know, we speak a lot in hyperbole, but, you know, I do think that the threat to free speech is is real and in fact i i, I know from from reading up a little bit about you that that you're of cuban descent and my understanding is that when fidel castro first came into power he wasn't 
an outspoken communist. He was kind of coming in under the radar. And then once he was in power, then, you know, his communist views became clear. And one of the questions that people had, you know, pe people who believed the socialism would be this utopia, well, where's the utopia? Uh, why is there repression? Why, why are basic uh, rights like the right to religion and, and right to free speech, where have those gone? Uh, why can't you have free speech? I thought that socialism was supposed to be better than capitalism. It doesn't look yeah. like it is. Uh, so yeah, that's why Cuba is going through what it's going through right now. And that's why so many people are starving in Venezuela. But the enemy never, I mean, the clever enemy does not present itself as a monster. They look like an innocent angel and they present things beautifully. Uh, and that's how people get convinced with a lie. Well, that's, you know, that's what kind of happened with me. I mean, you, people, I mean, I, and I think about younger people now who, who are, you know, politically active on campuses. And you look around and you see poverty and you think, how could poverty exist here and affluence exist here? That doesn't seem fair. Isn't there something we can do about it? And then here's a ready-made uh, system, you know, called Marxism, which explains why it all exists and explains how to solve it all. And you jump right on it and, and it makes sense to you until you you know, you're involved a little bit, and you see that the people behind it, they're no nicer or worse than any other people. And, and ultimately, when you end up with uh, power centralized in the hands of a, a few individuals, you see how corrupt we are as individuals. You know, and when, when I w was a professing Marxist, always in my heart, because I was raised in faith, and, and I never really lost that. Even, even if I would have said right to your face, I'm an atheist, Deep down inside, I was still having a conversation with God, and I know, I know I'm saying this, but I don't really believe it. Yes, but you once I, said I that God wanted. Me, but you once said God wanted me to grow up and defend the weak and vanquish evildoers by writing songs. Uh, we'll talk about that when we return. Yes, and then we'll continue talking with uh, musician frontman of the Little Wretches band, Robert White. Right back with Amy Cabo and the Cure. Although in the They'll say these were dark times Although in the future They'll say we were violent Although in the future They'll say these were dark times The leaders were deaf And their poets were silent Although in the future they'll say these were dark times When people with vision simply close their eyes Although in the future they'll say these were dark times Poets were silent unless they told lies 
talking to you always flirting with danger I'm talking to you titillated by fear I'm talking to you always flirting with danger you won't flirt with me you're afraid to come near I'm looking at you a new wave of boys a massive black hole my head lazy eye I'm talking to you always flirting with danger I'm wasting my breath sometimes I don't know why I'm talking to you but my words fall on deaf ears maybe it's my words that are deafening I'm talking to you cause I have to do something and this for the moment is all I can do my bestie and your bestie sit down by the fire your bestie says you want parties, so can we make these flames go higher? Talking about hey now, hey now, hey now, hey now. I go, I go, I ne. Talking more fina, I na ne. Talking more fina ne. Start my truck, let's all jump in. Here we go together. Nice cool breeze and big palm trees. I tell you, life don't get no better. Talking about hey now, hey now, hey now, hey now. I go, I go, I ne. Step on the dancing floor Hips be winding, the rewinding Take it to the island way Get your baby mama Put on your dancing shoes One drop it, pop it low now Take it to the max now Jam in the small jam way Jam in the small jam way And now we will continue With Amy Cabo and The Cure Welcome back to The Cure with Amy Cabo and Boris. Thank you for being with us. Yes, it's going to be super fun, usually. Anyway, we Like the song. <laughs> <laughs> every Saturday, 1 p.m. Eastern, on your radio, on our app, The Cure, or website, gutisthecure.com, and check the podcasts wherever podcasts are. That song was Aiko Aiko by Justin Wellington. It seems like we're living through dark times. But we can all turn to God by praying together. While evil can try, God is calling his children. Those lost, now being found, it doesn't get better. With God's tender love and hearts full of hope, they will jump in. It's a dance like no other. Dance shoes we have since the day we were born, being touched by grace and becoming our brother. There can be rough days that quickly do pass. We notice the breeze, the sunshine and trees. All the good in the world despite all that sad. Grateful for life, embracing God on our knees. So join the party of peace, love and truth. Learn the right moves that make us complete. Discover horizons never ventured before. Embraced by our God whose word is concrete. We are talking to special guest musician Robert Wagner who has amazing stories <laughs> about trials and tribulations and learning about life and getting through things and making the best out of it, which is the best part. Because I loved what you said, Robert, how God wanted you to grow up, and it seems like you have, to defend the weak and vanquish the evildoers by writing songs. Can you expand? Well, uh one of the things, you know, when, when you get lost, 
you know, like imagine that you're Hansel and Gretel and you get lost in the woods. Yes, I'm sure um, you, you had your demons and your obstacles and your regrets that yeah, made you stronger and more lessons. <laughs> yeah. You, you tend to trace your path back to where you were on solid ground and where you knew where you were. So for me, you know, when, when things got out of control when I was a teenager, what I retreated back to is I loved music and I loved stories. Like even as a kid, I, I would, when, when we would have family gatherings, I would kind of lurk around the family table where the adults would be telling stories and arguing politics and i was always eavesdropping i loved and you know a lot of my grandparents they they had accents eastern european accents and i loved just the sound of their voice the the music of their language so i knew i wanted to be a writer and i knew i wanted to play music and when i got to college it's like okay well i'm never really i'm not good enough to be a musician i'm just going to have to be a poet but then I, I was diagnosed with a rare form of cancer. I was like, oh no, I don't want to go to my grave never having done the one thing that I've always wanted to do, which is write songs and play in a band. So uh, I was, you know, obviously I survived the cancer, and uh, but my roommate and I looked at each other, not knowing that I was if I was going to live. We said we need to start a band, and that was sort of the beginning of my music career. And then as a writer. You want to reach people who, who don't already know what you do, you know. You don't want to be speaking to the converted. You don't want to be preaching to the converted. And I felt like poetry is kind of a, a, a cottage industry for college professors. And I want to be able to communicate with the ordinary person, and the ordinary person enjoys music. So I thought it was, it was a more immediate way of connecting with people. Uh, you know, it's a tough business to be in with, with what is essentially... You're like an undercover uh, soldier for God in a very sinful world in a very sinful business. <laughs> uh, but you know, you get out there, and, and it's ultimately satisfying. And 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 I feel like I have the opportunity to tell the stories. You know, a lot of the stories are not mine to tell, but if I don't tell them, who will? Uh, so you know, I'm trying to speak for. Uh, you know, the homeless people that I've met along the way, other people who, who uh, you know, were from working families and had to... So, so would you say that you, you, know, you portray the, the real life of people in small towns? Trying to. I, I, I try to. And, uh, I, again, there, it's, it's presumptuous to think that I could raise somebody's consciousness. But I do know that most of what I know about the world, I didn't learn it in school and I didn't learn it in college. For me, uh, much of what I know, my attitude towards the world, I brought in through music, and of course through church, mu you know, church music. And uh, so that you know, that's that's how I feel like I can connect with people is through music. Uh, but, but I don't know if. Uh, but you know did learn not to sell your soul for money, <laughs> as you oh, you 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 say it, it it gets you a bad deal. <laughs> well, when I just, you know, the night, you know, when I had cancer and there was this big surgery they were going to do, and at the point, I would have told you, had you asked me, I would have told you I was an atheist. But I, I knew in my heart otherwise. And the night before the big surgery, uh, I just kind of told myself, made a little promise with God, if I live, I will never do anything that I don't want to do 
and I will never say anything that I don't believe in. Now, I, 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 you might say that I, I slipped here or I slipped there, but I've been pretty true to that. Uh, you know, if, if this is, is it so much, you know, when you look at the lives of other people, when they know what's the right thing to do, but they tell themselves, well, just this once, I'm going to take the easy way. God <laughs> won't hold it against me. There's always yeah. consequences for those choices. Yes. You know, if you know what's right, do what's right. Uh, and, it, and it's actually easier that way. But, you know, people insist on learning the hard way. Well, and then they <laughs> That's wonder, exactly what Amy says. And then they wonder why they have so much bad luck. I mean, try yeah. choosing to do what's right all the time. You'll have much better outcomes. All of a sudden, you'll have great luck. <laughs> Just try it. And, and even <laughs> if you don't, even if you don't, your attitude is better towards it. You handle it better. I, mean, I work a lot. Yeah, I work a lot with at-risk kids, and you know, so the big buzzword, you know, for the last fifteen years in the at-risk community is you know trauma-informed care. Uh, and I read a book which was saying that if, if you look at how people respond to trauma, there's some people that are crippled by it, and then there are other people who their attitude is, this, this is a lesson for me, this is going to make me a better person. And I'm fortunate that I was raised in the faith by my grandmother and my mother to uh, know that God has a plan for me, and that obstacles are going to be put in my in my place, you know, in, in my way, to, so that I will learn and so that I will be stronger. And then someday, all those hardships will make sense. Uh, and well, you I say whatever doesn't kill us makes us stronger, and that was in your case, and it is in the case of most people that not only survive but thrive. When we don't let our experiences and our hardships, which, by the way, we all encounter, when we don't let that get in the way or take us down, but we learn from it. I was, yeah, I was at church with my sister. I was visiting my sister this past weekend, and I was listening to one of the praise and worship songs. And I, I don't know who wrote the song, but there was the phrase, I'm still here. So God is still working for me. Obviously, if God didn't let me be taken, it's because he, he has something for me to do and my job is not done yet. And, you know, the old saying, while I breathe, I hope, uh, you know. Well, God is it, always. It, even, when, even when you're a kid, they tell you when, when you're playing games as a kid, they say quitters never win. If you quit, you lose. No, I didn't lose. If you quit, you lose. Well, then I'm not quitting. Uh, you can't quit. You got to fight to the end, and you know. And God, uh, you got to let God do His work. Well, He's yeah, always working with work. us. He's always working with us. We, we just may not be aware of it, but He's always working with us. And that's one, one person for sure that does not give up. Uh, we may be weak, but He'll be strong for us. So we just have to call on Him whenever life gets tough. For the longest time, I had believed that my experiences in my past had broken me. In fact, a psychiatrist said there was no hope for me. So uh, sometimes we believe what our environment says and leads us to believe, but it's surprising how anything's possible with God. And once God makes you new, the past doesn't matter. The, the experiences that you've had doesn't matter. You can make the best out of it and help others with it. 
Yes. So when, when I this is this yes. a little bit of an aside, but uh, when I was in high school, when I was, you know, my life was spinning off the rails. There was well, let's get back life. to that. Hold on to that thought because we're going into break, and we'll talk about that when we get back. Sure, and we're talking with uh, musician Robert Andrew Wagner, and we'll continue doing that after the short break. Hi again, and thanks for tuning in. We're live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern on your radio, on our app, The Cure, and on social media. Just look for God's The Cure. And the podcast. So I'm kind of talking about it all the time, but it's worth mentioning it because you guys can see all the previous shows where our podcasts are. The song that just played was Hey Soul Sister by Gleecast. Giving our life direction, bringing us to Him, in our hearts God desires to install His love, created for good with a soul and a choice. Thanks for the Virgin Mother praying from above. Obsessed with God when we come in the know, to bear great fruit we are summoned by name. Live a holy life, presenting God who is light. Despite the fire, we don't burn from the flame. God believes in us even when we give up on Him. In our weakness, He makes us perfect as can be. God makes anything happen like raising the dead, exceeds our expectations, and joy when we're free. Trust God through the darkness. All storms are meant to clear a path when we're asleep. The times of trials and tribulations will pass. In the years of peace, there's no reason to weep. We are continuing our conversation with our special guest, Robert Andrew Wagner, frontman of the band, The Little Wretches. Robert, do you want to pick up where you left off last segment? It yeah, sounded well, good. I was saying, <laughs> yeah, when I was in high school, uh, I had this one class uh, there was a girl who sat next to me, and 
you know, it, it, it was a very bad class, completely out of control, students completely disrespecting the teacher. And she and I sat together and kind of, you know, we, we, we seemed to be friends. And then she disappeared. And uh, what I realized is that she, in her own world, was getting into a little bit of trouble. So they sent her away to a residential school where she wouldn't be around bad influences. And a year or so later, I saw her. She was walking her dog. You know, we went, went running up to each other. And, you know, I said, oh, you know, I like this girl. Now, I don't know whatever became of her. I, I've, I've tried to stalk her on the Internet. I've tried to find her unsuccessfully. But she sent me a Bible in the mail. You know, I get I get a package, and it's a Bible. So I'm a little bit disappointed, right? I'm a teenage boy <laughs> getting something in the mail from a girl. But it, but the scripture, she had a handmade bookmark, a handwritten bookmark, and the scripture was, you know, lean not on thy own understanding. And that's, that's me, because I'm a problem solver. I'm a pretty intelligent person. I always want to figure things out and solve problems. It's like, you know what? God will solve the problem. Maybe you should work less and pray more and just don't overdo it, just do it. Uh, and that, that's, there have been so many times where I wish I could find that. She'd be an old lady now. I wish I could find her and thank her. Uh, I, I can't tell you how much that scripture has meant to me in my life. Lean not on thy own understanding, trust in God. Uh, it served me well. Uh, Yes, because, I mean, you had your own demons and trials to deal with. I mean, from what I've, I've read about you, you, you went through not only homelessness, but you had to deal with drugs, and there was a, you know, you went through moments of self-destructive violence, and um, the me. only way that, uh, or the town around really you. True. Yeah, around me, that's, that, that's the weird thing about this. Uh, and, and I can only attribute this to the grace of God. Uh, you know, I, I, I thought to myself, wow, you know, the devil hated me from before I was born. The devil hated my grandmother, the devil, the devil hated my mother, the de devil hated my father, the de devil hated his father. Uh, and for some reason, you know, like even in my band, The Little Wretched, uh, we, we probably had seven members who died, uh, like, wow, there's a pretty high mortality rate. You join the little wretches, you better look over your shoulder. A lightning wow. bolt coming for you. But but I've, I've, I've always been protected. And even at my worst, I just kind of felt like it, it, some people might look at me right now and think that I'm strong. I was like, well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Just God has me. You know, there's, I am being protected right now by choirs of angels. You know, I don't know why God God is protecting me like this, but he has. And I thank you uh, because, uh, you know, people have dropped all around me and I'm still here. That's what it is. We're just really more blessed than we even know. We have no idea how many times God has protected us and kept us out of trouble. Looking back, there's so many times I could have been in huge trouble. It's so many times I should have died. So many things could have gone wrong, and little did I know then. But, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty, And it, it just comes to show... I don't attribute anything to us. We're, I don't believe I'm a better person. I'm just very blessed. And, 
you know, how do you get these graces and how are you blessed and how are some more blessed than others? Well, some try harder than others. Some are more obedient than others. Some are more consistent. Some keep their loyalty. Some take God seriously. Some prioritize Him really more than anything in the day. It's their main focus rather than the phone or the TV or other things. So I think that's the main difference. Yeah, well, I, I can't account for why I've been blessed. I, I know I've, I've done nothing particularly to deserve it. But, you know, you mentioned homelessness. Uh, you know, you, you'll, you'll come across people who have live in, in relative ease and comfort, and they'll look at homeless people as though that's some kind of tragedy, and they feel, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, okay, I wouldn't advocate being homeless. Then again, there are people of faith who take a vow of poverty, and uh, I, I can say this, that homeless people depend on God every moment of their lives. You depend on your nice job and your nice house and your nice car. That person over there on the corner depends on God. Uh, they know more about God than you do. Uh, you think you're blessed? Uh, may, maybe, maybe you have it backwards. So, well, um, you seem you seem to me like a very kind person, and that you've been kind to others. And sometimes that's all it takes. God did say, "Love one another." After loving Him, loving one another—that's really the only religion we should know. Well, I, yeah, that's that's absolutely right. There's plenty of things that, that one of the things that happens with uh, people who experienced hardship. Uh, you know, and I have to fight against this because there was a time, you know, you know, when, when you're threatened, your survival instincts kick in. And, you know, when your survival instincts kick in, you can be incredibly selfish. And, uh, you know, there, there was a time when I was younger, uh, when I look back at, at my younger self and say, wow, I was a very manipulative person. Uh, and no matter what happened, the first, the first thing that would pop into my head is, how does this affect me? Was that when you were an atheist? You know, I, oh, of course. I thought maybe there was a hard to think. correlation. Yeah, yeah. It's it's hard to. Uh, I, I mean, even even in the in the little wretches as a musician, there were times where we were making no money, and I vowed that this is what I'm going to do. So, so there were times, you know, when I was living on like five dollars a week, we'd go out sell a CD or sell some cassettes. If I don't sell any merchandise tonight, I'm not going to eat tomorrow. Uh, and I look back at how, how God worked through people, through the kindness of friends and, and extended family, people who helped me in, in ridiculously, ridiculously generous ways. Uh, one time and, our and, uh, I'm sorry that I need to interrupt you, but that's, uh, uh, we're almost yeah. ending the Today Show. Only a few minutes. Well, oh, that's the great thing about needing God. He helps you. There you are. But we're done with today's God show, guys. Oh. And, you know, it's been wonderful having Robert. He's an amazing, amazing person. Robert, God bless you. And we're so grateful that you're here with us on this earth because we need more people like you. Thank you, Robert. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a blessing to be, be here. Uh, I, I'm glad to have met you, and I will be a follower of your podcast. Sweet. <laughs> Thank you. More information on Robert Wagner and his work can be found on our website, GodIsTheCure.com, under Radio Show and Guests. And so let's finish with a prayer, guys. That's how we finish. It's the best. Here it is. 
a prayer for the forgotten. In a panic, I cried out, I'm cut off from the Lord, but you heard my cry for mercy and answered my call for help. Psalm 31:22. God, we know you never forsake us. You care deeply about the details of our lives and promise never to leave. We know you call us to care for those around us, yet in the busyness of our daily lives, we sometimes overlook those who need it most. Lord, reveal to us the forgotten in our community. We come face to face with the lonely on a daily basis, in our jobs, in our schools, in our neighborhoods. Awaken our minds and open our eyes to the broken people around us. For those who feel they have nowhere left to turn, surround them with your presence and remind them that they are not alone. You know each name, story, hope, dream, and struggle. Give us confidence to reach out and make a difference in the lives of others. Make us attuned to the Spirit. May these forgotten people become known to us. And may we reach out in your name and speak your truth into their lives. Help us realize that we're not forgotten. Surround us as a people. Remember us. Reveal your mercy and love in mysterious ways. Make us channels of your peace to others and make it known to us as well. Amen. Thank you to the wonderful people that work with us for having us on air. Please check out Robbie Dillmer's show, Kingdom Pursuit, at 11 a.m. Eastern as a podcast. Great sense of humor, friendly, pretty cool guy, interesting topics. This is Amy Cabo. You have been listening to The Cure. And please check our podcast, The Cure with Amy Cabo. Be kind always. Stay safe. Give it your best. Be true to yourself and others. But most importantly, keep the faith. The Cure with Amy Cabo. For more information or to get Amy's book, Love is the Answer, God is the Cure, or to listen to the podcasts of previous shows, visit GodIsTheCure.com.